0: Welcome to Marketing Without the Marketing. I'm your host, Michael Bozzi, and thanks for being here today because today I'd like to talk about Black Lives Matter. Now, if you've been following along with the podcast, in this new format, I would like to look at the language that we use in our marketing. And I put that in quotes because we're all doing marketing of some form or another. If we want to make a positive change in the world, our words, our messaging, It's critical that we get it right with precision, positivity, and true empathy towards those who are set to receive our message. It's really critically important, so I want to look at that type of messaging. Some of those uh, will be in marketing as we think of it, some of it will be in the writing that we do, the things that we create, the songs, stories, videos, uh, podcast episodes and some of them will be political messages. And that's what I wanna do today. Now, Black Lives Matter is a lot of things, right? It's a statement, it's an assertion, it's an advocacy group, it's a decentralized social movement, it's an activist organization, It's kind of hard to define because it's all those things, right? And even though it's been around since about 2014, it's really forced its way into the conversation this year in particular. So in other words, it's got some power and force behind it. And there's been tons written about it. Everyone on the spectrum of what it means culturally from Ibram X. Kendi to John McWhorter. And look, I'm not the one to talk about that part of it. My voice is not important at all to that part of the conversation. What I'd like to cover today instead is its meaning, messaging, and delivery. In other words, I want to look at it through a media lens. With that, let's get started. Now, in its simplest form, Black Lives Matter is a near perfect slogan. And here's why. One, it's a statement of the bare minimum. And two, either you can say it or you can't. Now, what do I mean by bare minimum? I mean, if we unpack the phrase, right, the use of the word lives is key. Right, We should hope for more than that, not just that black lives matter, but black voices matter, black opinions matter, black minds matter, black intellect matters, black leadership matters, black creativity matters. You, you get the idea. But the phrase is about lives and the contention embedded in this phrase is that to date, black lives have not mattered. So it's an assertion. And then there's the matters part, right? Again, bare minimum here. Michael Che covered this to perfection in his Netflix special where he kind of made fun of the the matter portion of it, right? We're not asking for equal rights or even rights at all, just that our lives matter. Uh, And of course, he did that in a humorous way to sort of bring light to this. But it's the same type of thing that we're looking at here, uh, breaking down the phrase. Now, the magic of this phrase, Black Lives Matter, is that it functions as an assertion, right? It's a simple statement, say it with me, black lives matter, period. Anything that comes after that period undermines the sentiment and it's a tell. So for the people who say, well, sure, black lives matter, but, but all lives matter. Look, no one's arguing the statement, all lives matter. Of course they do, right? This is It's easy and cheap and lazy to assert this. And it's also a way to diffuse the power of the phrase so they know what they're doing. But there are two issues with this. All lives matter will hereby remain a lie until black lives actually do matter. And number two... All Lives Matter hides behind something that feels easy to agree to. Again, it's it's kind of cheap and lazy language. So the way to combat this argument, if someone says, well, All Lives Matter, your response can be, well, great, then you must agree that Black Lives Matter. So say it. And if you can't say it with a damn period at the end of the statement, it's a tell. And this is why... It's nearly perfect as a slogan, as a litmus test, as a weather vane, as a fingerprint, as a signature on the record of what you believe. So don't hedge, right? If saying this simple phrase is difficult for you in public or in private, well, you have some work to do. And and look, that's all. It's not scary. A lot of white people right now are thinking about these things for the first time, You're not alone. There are books you can read. There are blogs, YouTube videos, Instagram live posts, black writers who are graciously sharing their experiences with generosity and intent so that we can learn. Now, look, this is one of the dividing lines in our culture, and it's doing enormous harm. And of course, mostly to black people, which is why this simple assertion is so important. But there are two big lessons here, right? One is it's not the only dividing line. But if we can work towards solving this one, then it automatically solves a lot of requisite issues that come behind it. Great. Number two, the precision and power of this phrase teaches us a lot about our next battles. And we should offer our sincere thanks to Patrice Cullors, Alicia Garza, and Opal Tometi for creating something so elegant and airtight. It's just great writing. I love that. Okay, I'll stop here. Uh, I know I've gotten into some issues lately that are tougher to chew on. Good, right? That's because we got work to do. We are losing the media battle. We are not as good at creating good slogans, uh, good messaging, good mottos. Uh, We got to get better at this if we're going to push positive change into the world. And the way that we talk to one another over the coming months and years has never been more important. We need to be able to show up, state our ideals with clarity, and have them understood and received as we intend them. To be able to push forward a positive message and then defend our position when we're challenged, right? And to do all of this with grace and empathy without resorting to cancel culture. We can't just keep canceling each other. We gotta talk to one another. It's time to listen. We need each other, and that starts with a conversation. And if you've been thinking about these things too, well, reach out. Let's have a conversation. Hit me up on Twitter or Patreon or LinkedIn or in the comments section of this episode. Whatever is easiest for you. All I can say is that I'm doing this with a genuine intent to help. I want to learn. And if you want to learn too, well, let's chat. All right. Well, speaking of speaking up, uh, next up, I want to talk about how you learn to put your voice out there to draw people into a community with, well, you guessed it, a podcast podcast. Until then, be well and be good to one another. We'll see you on the next episode.